Well, I gotta get this figured out. It's the news, according to me. Good Friday, Black Friday morning, I guess it is. That's not a racial term. It's just uh, Black Friday. It's the day when everybody goes out shopping to get all the specials. I, you know, I don't, I don't see that many people out here running around like crazy honyaks. However, I'm not in a particular uh, shopping zone here. If I went down the, uh, the street probably about five blocks, I probably would see a lot of uh, uh, chaos. Uh, however, I do have a, a couple of things to... Uh, I, I'm, in a, I'm, in, I'm in Chicago right now. Um, ended up being in Chicago. I, I went to... Yesterday, I ended up going to Charleston, West Virginia. Um, that's where I was. That, and that's... Uh, I know it's, I, I have no family there that I know of, that I'm aware of. So I didn't go there for, for Thanksgiving. I went there to take other people there for, for Thanksgiving. I, I just, no, I went, I went there for, for work. And I went, I went to, uh, I just went there primarily um, for some things for work. And, uh, well, completely for things for work. That's, that's all the only reason I went there. But uh, yeah, cause I, I had to work over Thanksgiving this year because of uh, switching companies. And I, I'm kind of, the, I, while I have certain qualifications that they needed and they put me in, but, but the, the the problem is I still am low on the uh, seniority list uh, compared to the people who've been there for, you know, this company for 30 years. So needless to say, uh, I'm kind of the, I'm, I'm the guy who does the weekend and uh, typically the guy, I kind of get the bottom of the barrel stuff. Now I, I ended up, um, by the way, this is uh, Friday, November 24th, 2023, and it is 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. It's uh, almost 10 o'clock Central Time. I'm, I'm in the Central Time Zone right now. And uh, I, I ended up getting up kind of late. I, couldn't, I just couldn't get sleep last night very well. Um, and this, this hotel, it wasn't this hotel. I don't know what it was. I just, I just couldn't. The bed is fine. Everything was fine. I just, I just couldn't sleep well. My, 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 maybe it was my pillow. I don't know. Uh, just, just didn't want to sleep. And I, and I got up. It's kind of weird because I got up yesterday morning at about 3.30 in the morning. Woke up before my alarm. Got up. Got, got my stuff going. Got on my way. And I knew I had to do this, uh, this thing. <clears throat> so went in there and I ended up, uh, so I'm staying in Chicago tonight or stayed in Chicago last night because I basically I have to be in Chicago for today. And, uh, so I just, I just stayed here last night and, uh, I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen today. I don't think I'm going to be anywhere the way it looks right now. Uh, typically by now, um, I would have, because I have kind of an early shift, uh, in the next couple of days. I would normally have been called out to do something at this point, <clears throat> but I'm, I have not been. So apparently everything's running smoothly or nobody cares at this point because it's Black Friday and everybody wants to get their, spe- their sales. Uh, tomorrow might be a different story. Uh, tomorrow and, fr- and Sunday, of course, it's going to be a high, you know, ha- high travel days. Uh, those are days when everybody's going back home from Thanksgiving, the long Thanksgiving weekend or whatever. So it should be an interesting week, weekend here, uh, this, this, day, this couple days of work. And I don't know that anybody really cares either about what's in my cup, but I'm going to tell you. So I have a, I have, I brought chai along with me, my vanilla cream chai, my vanilla, yeah, vanilla, vanilla chai. I didn't bring any creamer because creamer is kind of hard to keep. I, I guess I could keep those little packets, you know, that, that are kind of, I don't, they last for like uh, 4,000 years. I'm not sure what, how they do that. I, I always wonder about consuming something that can last, you know, for years in a little packet. Unless it's you know made specifically to do that, like a, like this, the, like the freeze dried food and that kind of stuff, I get I get that, I understand that. You take the moisture and the oxygen out of it, 
and it doesn't corrode. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, doesn't degrade. Because I, I, I happen to have invested in some uh, long-term storage food stuff, and uh, I, I'm probably going to invest in some more because I've got a lot of neighbors. And one of the things that <clears throat> I think uh, I don't know if I talked about this or not. I, I may not have mentioned this. I don't know if I mentioned it or not. Uh, <clears throat> I bought a tractor, and it's not just any tractor. I've got, I bought a Case 580 Super B. It's not. A, it's not a bumblebee, but it is a. Um, it's a front loader backhoe, so it has a. And it's designed specifically to do that. It's not. It's not an add-on attachment to this particular machine. It's. It's got a Cummins diesel engine in it. It's made to be a. Has a bucket on the front. Basically, and then it has a, it has a uh, purpose built for having a backhoe on the back of it. And <clears throat> you might say, well, what what'd you do that for? Well, see, I've got seven acres of land. Uh, much of it has some you know, overgrowth, some things that need to be taken care of. And it's just, I've just found over the years that having the right tool for the job is just makes all the difference in the world. I mean, you, you can do a lot of things by hand. Um, you can, uh, you know, I, I got a shovel, I got a rake, and I got a pick, and I can do a lot of stuff <clears throat> with that. However, a lot of things you, you just can't do uh, by yourself, or, or it just takes too long to get done. And if, if with the right equipment, with the right tools, you can get the job done. And it's, it's better to have a tool that's oversized or over, you know, has, it's more than what you need, because it's, you're going to find out that you needed more. That's typically the case. And so I'm looking into a uh, possibility here of, of helping out neighbors this, you know, whenever, whenever they need something. I've got a, you know, uh, it's, I've got a little neighborhood with about, oh, probably 15, 15, 15 houses, something like that in my area. And I'm kind of at the back of the, of the pack there. I'm at the end of the, when you look at the, uh, the dead end road that I'm on, and then, I, then that's where my driveway starts, and it goes back. And I'm, I'm not surrounded by—I don't have any houses on any, any place close to me, but I've got this uh, this tractor. So I'm hoping to be—you know—people, you know, if we get a major snowstorm or somebody has problems with, you know, snow, and I've got—I've also got a quad with a snow shovel on it, so I can get that stuff, you know, plowed out for not just for me, but for the neighbors, or if the, you know, if the neighborhood gets socked in i can get i can get i can clean the thing out I can, I can if people have snow piled up all over the place i can just come in and take it and just kind of, kind of move the move the pile of snow around that's what the plan is or if they have problems with you know they need some some help with doing something i can do that it's not just for me however i do have a need for it and one of the major needs i need for the backhoe is the um i have a pool that is in it's an in-ground pool and it has, has not been usable for five six years at least. Uh, it needs a new liner in it, <clears throat> which, come to think of it, I need to call a pool guy and see if they can order one of those. Because if I can, if I can get the, the pool itself fixed, I can put the liner in, and the reason the, the pool's messed up is because it, it basically blew out. It, it had a, uh, one of the sides kind of collapsed. <clears throat> you know, the, the cement around the top is still fine. However, the inside, uh, on the inside, I need to dig in underneath the cement which is going to be an interesting, that's going to be an interesting, challenging job right there. 
dig in underneath the cement and dig out all of the the uh, the dirt that is collapsed inside there, and then I can replace that, uh, kind of put those panels back where they need to, where they belong, and then kind of backfill from there. However, I need to fill it with water before I backfill it because it, it needs to compress. The water needs to be there to compress out on the uh, to keep the it's kind of a kind of a two-way thing. I have to as, I, as I'm filling it up with water, I have to fill it up with with dirt. I have to kind of keep them kind of fairly level. So as the water goes up, the it keeps the pressure equal on both sides. And basically, the, the water needs to be a little bit above the the dirt level, so that it doesn't uh, so it kind of keeps compressing the dirt back into the. It's it's kind of a long, complicated process. But anyway, that's what, that's my plan. Is to fix that thing. I could have rented a backhoe to do that, but of course, renting a backhoe means I have to get it done. You know, in a week, the thing I don't—they're not—they're not cheap to rent. Uh, it's not cheap to rent a backhoe, and especially one that's you know really capable. You can rent a little mini excavator, which is probably just about as good as what I've got. However, then I then I don't have a bucket. I don't have a bucket truck. I don't have you know a bucket uh, tractor, so I would need something to move dirt around with and that kind of thing. So I'm going to get some dirt in there and uh, move some things around. So it's just one thing after another, and I just you know this is the right tool for the job, and it's just. Uh, so hopefully, if, and if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, I am going to bury the pool. The pool is going to go away. And again, I'm going to need some, some equipment to do that with, unless I pay somebody else $10,000 to do it. So this way, I've got this tool. I can use it if I do what I do, and if I, I, I can turn around and sell it in a couple of years. It's a used one. It's not a new one. Of course, it's a, it's a good old used machine and it's not something I'm going to be depending on for my livelihood. So it's not something that has to be perfect and, and be real dependable. I can, you know, I can fix it up as I go. And the, uh, so the, the whole, the whole thinking here is that I can turn around and sell this thing, uh, probably for what I paid for it. And all I have to put in it is gas and, you know, fluids and that kind of thing. And, and, uh, it's basically just use it. And it's not going to diminish the value of it at all, unless I damage it some way in some irreparable way. Um, it's the chance you take, I guess, at that point. But I could pay somebody else uh, basically more than I paid for this this backhoe, and they could come in and just do the whole job, and then I I walk away with you know without my money. It's fixed, maybe, but I have nothing to show for it other than just it's it's repaired. So it's, uh, in my thinking, I'm thinking I'd, I'd rather invest the sweat equity, maybe maybe even get more out of this machine than I paid for it, possibly. It, it is very possible. They, this, I bought it at the right time. It's one of those machines that um, typically starts to go, they, machines like this, if you take care of them after a while, they, you know, they, they do diminish in value because you go out and buy a new one of these. Uh, I, think, I think we're talking, uh, let, let me look it up here and see if I can find it. Uh, Case 580. I don't even know if I make them anymore. Uh, pricing. Let's see what we got here. Oops, not on the internet. My my poor little. I got it turned off. There we go. Let's see if we can find this here. Yeah, we'll just we'll just plug into that. <clears throat> that should work. Anyway, so I, th I think these are running in the, in the neighborhood of six figures. They're, they're in the hundred thousand dollar range somewhere, and uh, pretty sure that. Uh, I have to figure this out here. We got uh, let's see, connect you know, standard speeds. Connect access code. I think I got an access code here somewhere. 
where's my access code? So we have, um, I think I think these are around the neighborhood of one hundred and ten, hundred fifteen thousand dollars, something like that. Uh, oh yeah, I gotta type that in there. See it said. There you go. Is there another? Yeah, let's try that. I think that's gonna work. And I'm gonna find out because you need to know. This is now, one, a couple things I want to talk about though, as far as the news goes. I do want to. Um, discuss the issue that's going on in Dublin right now. I also want to talk about this. I, I'm seeing a lot of pundits. Oh, by the way, my, my cups. I forgot, I forgot to talk about my cups. Oh, we're going to talk about Dublin, and we're going to talk also we're going to talk about the uh, Joe Biden election issue and what I'm seeing in the news media right now. Um, and there's some interesting information about George Floyd. has recently come out. Now, I have two cups. I have, a, I have my creamer. I heated up some water in the microwave, made my, uh, I don't, the creamer that I have in this particular cup, however, is just that powdered creamer stuff that they put on the coffee tray in the room. So I don't have any real creamer. It's, it's, it's a concentrated creamer stuff. And theoretically it, I guess it's, uh, it's creamer. It's pr probably more healthy than some of that liquid stuff that's out there. Um, Let's see what we got here. We got uh, Burris equipment. Uh, yeah, I don't see anything with regard. There's Machinery Trader. I didn't know that existed. I guess I could have looked on there to see what I could find. Um, this particular one, I ended up getting it um, really, kind of, it, it was kind of surprised that I got it, actually, because um, there were several other people in line ahead of me trying to get to this thing to, to get it. One guy was coming from Vermont to pick it up. His truck broke down, couldn't couldn't make it. So they, they called and said, hey, it's still here, it's still available. Now, here's a 1993. Now, mine's an 87. Uh, mine is a 1987. Uh, this one is a, a 1993. It's, an, it's a Super K. It's got a turbo. A lot of them are four-wheel drive. This may, this may be four-wheel drive. I was Yeah, this is four-wheel drive, 78, 78 horsepower. I was hoping to get one um, that was four-wheel drive. I did not. I was unable to do that. Um, this one doesn't, oh yeah. Oh, oh, it's, it's on a bid, bid type thing. This is a, this is an auction. So I'm not, uh, there's one here that's, this one here is a, doesn't say what year it is. That's interesting. Why it doesn't say what year it is, but it is a, um, a 580 SM, which I think is around the, I'm pretty sure that's even newer. It's probably a 2000 or something. Oh, yeah, it's, it's much newer. Look, looking at it right now, it's definitely newer. Um, it's in Columbia City, Indiana, which is not that far away. Uh, this other one here is in West Berlin, Wisconsin. Uh, Columbia City, this one here is, but it's already up. The price, the current bid price is $38,000. Uh, I think the auction ends uh, tomorrow, looks like. Or no, started today. Started today? I don't know. Whatever it is, might end today. No, it has to. Yeah, it just must have just started, and it's already up to thirty-eight thousand um, dollars. Very good condition. Four-wheel drive. Looks like uh, uh, maybe not four-wheel drive. It's uh, two stock M series. Yeah, seven, seven-inch bucket. Mine, mine came with three buckets uh, for the backhoe, so I got a small trench, trenching bucket plus two other uh, buckets as well. 
and a grading bucket and a something else. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is a four-wheel drive. Stick control. Yeah, this is this is a much newer version than what I I personally have. But uh, again, here's here's one that's a 1991. This is just a flat price of seventeen thousand dollars for this one. It's two-wheel drive. This is much more comparable to what I've got. This is a uh, what is this? Uh, two-wheel drive case back hoe '68. Doesn't say what model it actually is. But this and this one's in Texas. Uh, loader back hose. Seventeen nine. And that's what they're asking for this one. You probably get it for seventeen. They, uh, yeah. This and now mine has a full enclosure. This one doesn't even have an enclosure on it. Uh, mine does have a an enclosure, a glass uh, enclosure all the way around. It has the, the you know has a heater in it and that kind of stuff that you can use. This one just has a an overhead uh, roof, sun sunroof on it basically, sunshade type roof. Um, yeah, so that's comparatively, um, I think I got a lot more for my money than most of these guys did. And this is here's a 1988. This is very this is very comparable to what I got. A 1988 two wheel drive, uh, 3,900 hours on it, yeah, which mine has a little bit less than that, I think. Uh, 68 horsepower. This is a doesn't say what model it is either. Uh, it's a, it's just a K model. Mine's an E, which is a little bit looks uh, like a year. It's a year older. Um, and this one's fourteen nine, so it's fifteen thousand dollars is what they're asking for this one. I, I didn't pay that much for mine, so yeah, it's good. And this one does have an enclosure on it. And it's it's pretty much this is really comparable to what I've got. Um, very very similar. Mine's white. This, these are yellow. Uh, the white ones are really hard to find, but this is uh, there's a nineteen ninety four for fourteen nine. That's not a bad price for 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 that one. Uh, it is two wheel drive though. However, it's got it's got an enclosure and all that stuff. So yeah, that's that, that's actually a good price for that one, but my, my price was even better. So uh, so yeah, that's what I got. Now, enough about that. Me and my toys. I have a uh, couple things I want to talk about. I've been trying to figure out, all I heard about was this stuff going on in Dublin. Now, I'm going to try to dig into this a little bit because of what I'm understanding has happened. It, it, it raised a lot of... Uh, how you say red flags for me or my ears perked up when I didn't hear certain things in the news reporting. I didn't hear that some racist person went nuts and started stabbing migrants. That's not what I heard. That would have been the first thing you would have heard if it had been the case even if it wouldn't have been the case, and they just suspected it, they would have been saying it right away. It would have been a racial issue. It would have been bigots. Uh, these riots have broken out. This, after this event happened, riots broke out in Dublin. And what I'm seeing looks like Antifa. Now, you have to understand, the George Soroses and those who are the globalists are, that are out there, they don't care which side is bringing the unrest. They just want unrest. They need to have chaos and unrest tearing down of the system. That's what they're all about because they want to instill, they want to be the ones who come in as the heroes with the, with, we're going to solve your problems now. We're going to reset after this. We're going to come in and fix everything for you. Well, where are these people coming in here? They, they have these use, useless or useful idiots, that they call them, who come in and do all the, the damage, the riots, the the unrest for unrest's sake, which never accomplishes anything, by the way, other than just destroys society. 
But that's what people like George Soros want. They want to instill, they want to install their society the way they think the world should be. So what we have is a situation, I've dug into this as much as I can possibly dig this morning. I just didn't really have a whole lot of time to do any, that, that much of it, but I, the, the little time I had to spend digging into this, because it seems to be a little bit of a complicated issue because there's not very good reporting coming out of Dublin right now. Apparently, there are a lot of refugees there from the Islamic countries and apparently a one of them one of these uh, Islamic migrants when I heard it was a stabbing I heard, heard that this whole thing happened because of a stabbing of uh, a family, I guess it was, and there was, it included, I think it was three young children, they were all killed. And others, others were also hurt, uh, stabbed as well, but these, this, I think this one, there's five people, I think, that, are, that lost their life in this thing. And apparently it was a, the reports that I'm hearing, and they're very, very cautious about saying this. Now, if it was a white man who did it to anybody else, it would be a racial thing, and it would be another George Floyd incident. It would be a terrible, you know, horrible thing. We need to get rid of all white people. But this is a, they're being very careful about this. Um, apparently, it, it's becoming very clear right now. And the, and the fact that they're not reporting it means something as well. They're not, they're not saying anything about it. This was apparently a, a migrant uh, who went nuts, started just started stabbing people. It's the, the, for one thing, knives are the weapon of choice for most of these uh, radicalized nutcases. Uh, mostly because they can't get guns over there, so they, they use knives. Because, you know, at least they didn't use a gun because people are still dead. It's... And the people who might have had a gun to stop the guy didn't have a gun to stop him. They, they basically, a crowd happened to be there, which is, it's good that this was done in a relatively crowded area. Now, I don't know if it was some kind of a parade or something was going on or what, what was happening there, but um, apparently this, the crowd basically rushed the guy and ended up sitting on him, getting him down, sitting on him, and got him under control until the police showed up. And I, they, they don't, I don't know whether he survived or not. I guess he did. Um, so it's kind of a mess there. But it, it seems like, it sounded like it was just people have, because of what happened, they're just, they're, they're incensed by what happened. And now they're, they're out in the streets and they're blaming the police for this. And I don't, again, they're blaming the government, they're blaming the police. They're, they're out destroying things, having, creating riots, burning cop cars, uh, I, I don't understand. I, see, see, this is where you when you when you forfeit your your rights for the sake of your liberties, for the sake of security, and you depend on the state for your security. Well, the police can come to protect you. Police are there to protect you. No, they're not there to protect you. Think most incidents happen within two minutes, and it takes normally more than two minutes for any police officer to show up. So th that's that that's just doesn't make any sense. The police are never very rarely there. In ninety nine point nine percent of the cases. The police aren't just happen to be in the right spot at the right time. So <clears throat> you have to depend on yourself. You just, you get, the initial defense it falls upon your own responsibility. 
How you choose to do that is up to you, but that, you need to have the freedom to do that, whatever you're going to do. Protect yourself and your family. And, and of course, if they... You know, I, this brings up a thought. I talked to this one guy one time, and he was saying how, well, I don't care if they kill me. I'm ready to go anyway. I'm ready to go to see Jesus, and I'm ready to see... Okay, so if somebody busts into your house, and he's ready to kill you, and you say, well, go ahead and kill me. I don't care because I'm ready to see Jesus. Okay, they kill you. You were the only one standing between you and your wife and your daughters. And now they're going to rape them. And they're going to torture them. Well, good for you. You're off with Jesus while they're being raped and tortured. If it's just you in the house by yourself, well then, there's this other issue of you're the provider. You're still the protector. You just happen to be there when they can't... Now, now what's going to happen when you're gone and they're left on their own? You see, you've been placed with, given a responsibility and you need to step up to that. That's all I'm saying. That was just a little side note. So, so we have this issue of What's going on over there? But the, the, the writing I'm seeing <clears throat> seems to be, it's a little bit uh, concerning to me because it, it seems to be very, uh, what's the word? Organized. And it, it seems to me that it's more of a, an organized, uh, it just it reminds me too much of Antifa. What's happening? Um, I do not condone, nor do I think that burning cop cars and everything else that's going on over there is going to solve the problem. It's not going to create awareness. Now, if you want to protest the politicians that's got you, that got you into this mess, the ones who are responsible for making these decisions... That's fine. The officers involved, they're just doing their job, okay? They're just doing their job. They're enforcing the law, doing whatever they're doing. I don't know that the police make decisions necessarily, the political decisions that get, cause these messes. So stop with all that. You know, your tax dollars paid for those cars. Now you're out there burning them down. The politicians don't care. It's not their money. Go burn their car down. Then they'll, then they'll start caring. <clears throat> All right. Enough of that. The, uh, uh, one of the things I want to talk about, too, and I, I, keep con I continue to see a lot of pundits. They're doing all these polls. And they're, they're wringing their hands over what's going on with the polls. And where Joe Biden is against Donald Trump. Oh, Donald Trump is showing, they're showing now, Joe, you know, Donald Trump's winning against, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like, it's a, like it's a sports game. No poll matters until the poll where you vote, at the, until voting day. That's, that's the one that matters, until the votes are counted. And like Stalin or, was it uh, Putin said? Uh, who, somebody said over there, one of the Soviet guys. It's not the votes that count. It's the people who count the votes that count. 
Yeah. That's what matters. The interesting side of this is that we're, we're I, I, I see people spending a lot of time and effort on going after Joe Biden. I, I think that we need to forget about Joe Biden. Joe Biden's, first of all, Joe Biden's not going to be on the ticket. I, I don't know what the, Demo- either the Democrats' plan is to have him go through the election, win, and then replace him with someone else. I don't think it's going to be Kamala. Or, between the, I think, I think they got to get Joe through the primary. They need to get him through the primary. Once they get him through the primary, they can, now it's up to the DNC. The DNC, the Democrat National Committee, they can do whatever they want. They can push a candidate to wherever they want. Now, right now, in, in California, of all places, even in New York, Donald Trump is showing extreme gains in popularity. He's still not the most popular, but he's in, the, the trend is going the wrong way against Joe Biden. They know this. The one state that the, that the left can never afford to lose again, ever, is California. Who's the governor of California? Where's the machine already in place? Gavin Newsom. They don't want to show their hand too quickly here, but I'm pretty sure that either Gavin, Gavin Newsom or someone like him is going to step in. And you're going to see the tide change all these Democrats who say they're willing to vote for Trump over Biden because Biden's messed everything up so bad. When they replace Biden with someone else, it's a whole different ballgame. Within four weeks, everything changes. All the polling changes, the rhetoric changes, the attacks, the attack ads, everything that they've invested. Think of all the, the advertising companies that are out there right now that have invested all the, all the, the campaign funds that have gone to campaigning against Joe Biden. Now they're, they're, they're already, I guarantee you, they're already paying marketing. I know they are. I've seen, I've seen the, the uh, postings for some of these jobs. I do a lot of voiceover work, and I, I, they're already setting up paying marketing companies. So it's a waste of money. They're, they're, and this is, I think this is part of the left's bait-and-switch program here. They want to see all the PACs spend their money on something that's not going it's, it's to... It's a moving target. They're shooting at a target that doesn't exist, basically. Because at the end of the day, Joe's not going to be there. And they've already spent all this money and time and effort and a creative research into Joe's past and everything that's going on. Now, what's happening with the impeachment issue, the inquiry that's going on, is even more, a little bit more complicated. And I think where they're at with this is they, they realize that there's a problem here because if they get rid of Joe now, they will have to put a another candidate in. Well, first of all, Kamala is going to be the... Well, if, if they won't get her... They won't be able to impeach uh, Biden in the Senate at this point because the, 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 the left is lockstep. They will never see uh, a reason, even though that there's legal reasons why they... Actually, instead of just emotional reasons why they want to impeach Joe Biden, he actually broke laws and did all kinds of crazy things. Never should have been in office to begin with. 
And so they're, they're stuck in this quandary of, okay, so if we, if we impeach him now, it's not going to go anywhere because we don't have the Senate. So I, th I think the, they realize that they've been checkmated on a few, a few moves here, and they don't want to end up with a situation where they end up impeaching a guy because the, the Republicans, for some reason, the Republicans think that every time they impeach someone, every time someone gets impeached, that the next election they lose, that the, the American people retaliate and they lose terribly. No, not necessarily. I think the Republicans were overzealous in their impeachment of Bill Clinton. They underestimated what they were doing there. They impeached him over issues that I think were impeachable. But at the same time, it was more of a personal life thing. And they, the, the, the Democrats had the media in their pocket already. And so nobody cared. They spun it. They, they pulled it off. Now, you don't see the, the MSNBC and CNNs of the world, mainstream media out there, they, when, when they're talking about impeaching Donald Trump or going after Donald Trump with lawsuits, you don't see them pulling out guys who were involved in the impeachment of Bill Clinton. You see them pulling out people who were involved in the impeachment of Richard Nixon 50 years ago. These guys are 80 years old now. They're pulling those guys out. Oh, the walls are closing in. I'm 97 years old and the walls are closing in on Donald Trump. This is just like Richard Nixon. Because they have that image. They have the, the, the visual is important for people to see those same people coming out and saying these things. These pundits. It's all, it's all theater, folks. It's all acting. It's all public perception. That's what they're all about. So, while this is all happening, we have a situation of bait and switch. They're putting a candidate out there, leaving Joe out there for a while to, take, to be the cannon fodder, to take all the shots so they can at the last minute switch, switch, do the old switcheroo. Now, I, I believe the Democrat, uh, is it the Democrat National Committee? Um, what is... Uh, let me pull this up here again. Uh, I, know, I know I looked this up one time. DNC convention 2024. Let's see what we got here. Uh, let's, uh, yeah, uh, I think I think, I think it's in, for some reason I'm thinking it's in January. Um, August 1920. Really? It's not until August. Uh, so the convention is going to be. This one's got it in April. I would have thought it would have been before that. Convention leadership, that was 2023. April 11th, April 11th, the Democrat National Committee today announced Chicago will be the host of the 2024 convention on August 19th to the 22nd. Uh, their primary starts before that. Um, that's when the convention is, but I'm... Let's see. Um, DNC. Let's look at this, because I really want to know. Uh, primary. Let's see what we got here. We've got uh, the complete 2024 presidential primary scheduled by state. 2024. DNC approves adjusted early. Uh, the Republican presidential primary will kick off on January 15th. Democrats, uh, 2024 begins South Carolina on in February. 
So on February, uh, yeah. So it looks like it will be done uh, sometime around February. Uh, first, uh, South Carolina is going to be the first state. Uh, that, I guess that means they're going to get ahead of Iowa, apparently, for the primaries. Under the new calendar, the 2024 blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, uh, presidential campaign in the 2020 contest. Uh, this is yeah, this is Fe- February is when it actually normally starts. The 2024 is uh, so it'll start. The primary will start in 2020 in, in February, and um, first part of February and the last part of January for the for the Republicans. Interesting stuff. Um, this calendar reflects who's in the nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't really say really what. Uh, when the, in the convention, it looks like it is in August. Um, I, I don't know uh, whether Joe... Well, Joe obviously probably is going to be president until August. Probably. Oh, by the way, I have a backup cup. I, I didn't even talk about my backup cup. I went over to McDonald's this morning for breakfast. I got the big breakfast with pancakes. And uh, I got sweet tea. I have to say, this sweet tea... This particular McDonald's has very good sweet tea. Um, it is... Over on the Rosemont area, uh, the Rose, Rosemont uh, area of Chicago, here close to the close to the airport, and it, it's actually extremely good sweet tea. It, uh, they actually made it right. It was a clean machine. It was a it tastes very good. Okay, the um, onward and upward. That was word from our sponsor. We have uh, just a couple things, but I think it's important that we keep this stuff in mind because the Democrats really are are out to. They, they don't just want to fool the Republicans. They want to fool their own electorate. They don't care about they don't care about the people. Ironically, they're, they're the, and I keep hearing people say the Democratic Party, the Democratic Party. I keep talking about the Democratic Party. It's not the Democratic Party. I've talked about this before. It is the Democrat Party, and they have no interest in, in, in democracy whatsoever. Their democracy, the way they define it, their their rule, their reign. They don't care who who is you know just whatever it takes to, for them to get to, to get to stay in power. And they're they're now they're just continuing to buckle down on this rhetoric about he's going to come after us and he's going he's going I think it was Morning Joe Joe and Mika Joe recently said the same thing he said they're going this guy he's going to come after all of his political opponents even me he's going to come after us he's going to imprison us he's going to put us in internment camps he's going to execute us that's that's the monster they're trying to create here now when they start talking like this usually they're guilty of the things that they accuse others of doing this con- the only reason it concerns me if they're saying this kind of stuff is because I'm concerned that this is what's in their head this is what's in their mind this is what they're thinking they would do and that's what they will do they're already doing it they're already persecuting their political opponents prosecuting them going after them shady trial deals this is a ridiculous sham of a trial going at- it's, it, the more I look, dig into it the more I realize what's going on here behind us Engeron and, and, and Jack Smith guy and Trish Trishy Trish Tishy Trish, whatever her name is, I don't know. And Fanny, Big Fanny. They're all a mess. It's all a mess. Well, folks, as we go into the Friday, be thankful that we have still have a country left. And um, hope you have a good time shopping this weekend. I, I do need to hit the road and get going. I just want to thank you all for listening. And uh, in this time of giving thanks, I just want to be, I'm very thankful for all of you that listen to me um, and who uh, have supported me in this little podcast venture. Once again, folks, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. And uh, I will see you on Monday. Actually, Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week, there will be shows every every day. So uh, I hope to see you then.
God bless. Take care.